The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit NerdistSchool.com. Did you ever want to know about this? Did you ever want to know about that? Well, now you can know about this and that with This On That. I'm Chad Foglin. And I'm Mike Solari, and we're going to bring along a lot of funny people for you to enjoy. Celebrity guests. Musicians. Uh, people who are just weirdos. Guy outside. Our friends. And that's it. And they talk about whatever topic they want to talk about, and we join in. So listen to an episode. It's free. On iTunes. It's on the Nerdist School Network. Sandy and Seth are discussing Danny, Summer's new boyfriend. Whoa, that kid is not funny. Thank you, I know. He makes Ryan look funny. He makes Marissa look funny. Gentiles, I love your mother more than words, but not funny. Get yourself some funnier friends. A podcast where we talk about many different things. One of the things we do, we bro down. Then we talk about shameless pleasures of other things that we love. (laughs) I am Roxy. I'm Ryan. And here we are with episode 17 of season one, The Rivals. (laughs) This one's written by Josh Schwartz. And it features an unfunny Danny, more punching, a secret note, buying a restaurant, and uh, misguided interior decorating. Mm-hmm. With some uh, undercurrents of racism yes. and uh, confidentiality breaches. Oh, always. Yuckster. Always on the OC. And just a reminder, you can watch the show on the CWC app and or website for free or on Hulu if you want to watch along with us. And if you like this podcast, please subscribe and, you know, give us a rating. We're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. And we're also on Twitter and Instagram at BrockPod. Yeah, follow us for all sorts of fun, uh, fun quips from our weekly episode, yeah. and uh, yeah, just our comparison of characters to other fictional characters or <laughs> yeah, myself. We just, we just posted a, a side by side comparison of Oliver and Wario, and yes. uh, two weeks ago we posted a side by side comparison of Ryan and Oliver. <laughs> yes, yes, not to be confused with Ryan Atwood. No. Never. Today we have a very special guest, a huge fan of the show, um, the OC and the podcast, Uh, a wonderful, wonderful, amazingly talented BuzzFeed producer video at BuzzFeed Video. Uh, Here we have today, Claudia Restrepo. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Yay. We're so excited to have you. So excited. Uh, I love that quote you you led with because I remember in my notes I wrote, Sick burn of against Marissa. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, so mean, <laughs> so true. It's so, so good, true. so good. So Poor a Marissa. little, a little bit of a backstory: how Claudia ended up getting here was we ended up um, running into each other and meeting at a tiki bar Ooh. for a mutual friend's birthday, and just could not stop talking about the OC. And we're so excited. We're like, we have to have you on. Once we start recording, <laughs> we have to have you on. This was when the brosy was just like a shining glimmer of hope. Just a little you know, idea. Just a little heads. idea. How long have you guys been recording then? Uh, just June. Just, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Is your, are your lives just so much more rich and full? Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> like, I feel so fulfilled right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's always the most fun. Yeah. I, I'm so glad we 
ran into each other at that tiki bar because it is one of my joys in life to be with a drink and then fall into a conversation about the OC. It's just, if uh. I could do that every time I'm out drinking, it would just be <laughs> such a joy. Yeah, I think there should be like specific bars for people that love the OC. So Claudia, tell us um, a little bit about your relationship with the show and like any other teen dramas and how you kind of got into it. Who are some of your favorite characters? All that info. <sighs> Oh gosh, where do I start? Um, <laughs> so I did not watch The O.C. until this year, Ooh, until right. early this year. Like, what a joy to stumble into in in the my late twenties. Um, <laughs> my roommate was watching it for some reason. She's an actress, and I think maybe like she wanted to just catch up on an episode, or like maybe a producer who was on it is producing something else. So she was watching it. She's watching like episode five, and I walk in. I'm like, "What's that? Hmm. That's The O.C." Oh. <laughs> And I kind of like get something from the kitchen and like sit down and start watching and get up and come back and partway through I'm asking all these questions and then I never leave the couch and then I finish season one and season two. But it was it was yes. such an, an interesting experience for me because I started at five and I didn't go back for episode oh. one through five for oh, a while. Wow. And I kind of loved that yeah. because when I went back to watch them, it felt like visiting old friends. Aww. And I loved seeing – like I didn't know – like um like kind of mean summer till Ooh, yeah. I, because she was kind of awful the first yes. few episodes right oh, yes. yeah so awful <laughs> and watching the pilot and like comparing pilot Ryan to like the the statue slash caveman that he <laughs> is in the rest of the season like he kind of fell into this quiet like stoic face does not move character and yeah. the pilot I'm like he's an animal his <laughs> eyes are everywhere like he's overacting like crazy it was such a fun comparison yeah. But. Yeah, and there were babies. Yeah, there are babies still here. I mean, the one thing Ryan retains is his like weird side eye that he always gives to everybody all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like this his perfect character thing. True, true. He gets a skosh more fun though. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe a skosh. <laughs> maybe, maybe like the last season, like you know when he's like. We can, he can just no sorry just get no spoilers no spoilers <laughs> no, 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 don't give it anyway anymore. just kidding he stays the same he's the same, he's the same that's what people right. are tuning in like for him to he, not change every time he got a little fun the throw like threw something really intense at him like oh, yeah for sure mm, yeah. things things get a little dark and yeah. heavy and for uh, sure but season one's still super fun so fun oh yeah season one's still super fun I'm so grateful it came into my life this year. Like it's oh, so, yeah. oh, how so sweet. fun. That's awesome. So uh, favorite characters. You're like Mount Rushmore of characters if you had to pick four. Oh, oh. I mean, I'm a huge Seth and Summer fan. Just like ride or die. Yeah. Nice. I have I have like shared like Seth and Summer like gifts, you know, with like the person <laughs> in my life. I'm like, oh, it's so funny. It's like you're Seth and I'm Summer or whatever. <laughs> I, <laughs> like... Like, I love it so much, and I think they're so cute. And it's so fun. I did not – I remember when the show was on and I was not watching it, seeing – like I was like, what is this Adam Brody thing? Like, he's weird. I don't like how he talks. Like, I don't get it. And now watching it, it's just like, yep, he's – He's the guy. He's, it makes sense. You know, yeah. If he ever leaves Leighton Meester, I will be the first yeah. one in line. Oh, girl, that, we're gonna have to fight each other. That's, oh, it's fine. Oh, 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 oh. I've been working <laughs> just for that fight, just for this moment. <laughs> uh, so, so you're a big Seth and Summer. Any other like fave character? Um, you know, e- even just throughout the series, like not even just season one. Throughout the series, I I have a soft spot for Anna, and going back. Mm. Yeah. To rewatch this episode, I was like, she was so nice to have around. Mm-hmm. So sweet, so fun, so caring. 
Um, and I love the marriage of the parents. I love Sandy and Kirsten. It's oh. just, yeah. you know, like you can't. So such a supportive, sweet marriage. Yeah. They're so good. And yeah. we see some great uh, uh, like exemplifiers of this in this episode. Well, do we want to read the episode synopsis? So this is from the <laughs> DVD pamphlet. People who won't be on each other's Christmas card list, Ryan and Oliver, their rivalry for Marissa intensifies, with Ryan risking his standing at harbor to unmask Oliver's true character. Ooh. That about who, sums it up. Who writes these really fun little I'm not sure, but this one's weird. I don't know why they bring up Christmas card lists. I think it's great. We've yeah. gone through Christmaca already. But maybe, like, is the, maybe that was was that tradition back in 2003? <laughs> like when people used to send Christmas cards before you just like, I don't know, sent messages to people for. I, I, I think I this is just someone someone being a little bored at, at work yeah, and deciding yeah. to be a little clever. Yeah, I also think it was a great old person. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> if a great old person is like, oh, a Christmas card, well, I'm not friends with them anymore. They're nixed off of the Christmas card list. See yeah, you later, suckers. My 80 year old aunt Martha wrote this. <laughs> I'm surprised at like people who who like my age that send out Christmas cards. I mean, yeah. I think it's great. I love it. Sure. I love getting them. I love seeing them in the bushes after some man has stolen all of my mail and turned it up and thrown it in the bushes, which usually <laughs> happens around Christmas. Does it really? Um, yeah, it's so fun. I thought um, you were describing a Sears portrait studio like setup, and I was like, bushes. I thought ooh, it would be like be presents. Because cool. like, you know, like people do like family portraits with like presents and like oh, the yeah, tree I mean, and the There's thing. some of them, but I've only, I was only able to like see the quarter of it because it was like all torn up and, oh, you know, no. like and down the block. Uh, that was, no. <laughs> that's okay. That's, that's why we don't send things snail mail anymore. Yeah. Are, right? Yes. I'm going to go ahead and read the CWC version because that's a fun thing that we often do here. Mm -hmm. um, so, the rivals. Ryan risks his entire future to help Marissa. We should probably be more specific. It's just that? What? It's just what? <laughs> Wait. Did it seriously well, say that? Yes. Oh my gosh, I love these really like Vague, yeah. snarky versus Graham. Like this is the granddaughter of like this woman yes. that wrote, <laughs> that wrote <laughs> the Christmas card thing. Yes. And she's like, ugh, whatever. I can't even be bothered. I feel like the title of this episode should have been called uh, Embrace the Friend. Yes, because mm. they say it so many times. Said it so mm -hmm. many times. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that phrase in my entire life. Embrace the friend. Or yeah. No. No. Embrace no, a friend. Or like... Embrace the friend. Yeah. Who says it first in the episode? Uh, I think it's Seth. Seth says to, it. To, to Ryan right. in the Embrace cold about open. Oliver, yeah. Yeah, about Oliver, yeah. And then mm. Anna, ironically, says it to Seth about Danny, Summer's boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, they keep going around it. It's it's very weird, but yeah, he he mentions it uh, at first while he's also harshing on UNICEF. Is he? Didn't you hear that? No. The comment was, um, "Oh, blind compassion. Why don't you just join UNICEF? Those other losers that are compassionate yeah. and want to change the world. Wow. Way to go, you spoiled boy. Also, he was is that spoiled. like a, a super cool like thing to? Like a awesome thing to mention at the time. Like I don't know. Like, I know what UNICEF like a, is. Like a really good reference. UNICEF, <laughs> UNICEF was which is cool. so hot right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's so much mention. genocide happening. You know, uh, UNICEF was cool when you were a kid and were trick or treating, and they would give it to you at school. Like I don't know, I had it at school. Like they would give you the little UNICEF uh, box. For people to, like, everything oh, yeah, that comes to mind are the Ronald, Ronald McDonald little coin things. That's what comes to mind. It's kind of the same thing, but for UNICEF instead mm -hmm. of well, <laughs> every loser they gave a penny to that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a dumb. Whatever. <laughs> 
but yeah, the, like just, just the reoccurring theme. Obviously, we know Rivals is, is a reoccurring theme. Obviously, mm-hmm. they just write down the title of the episode. Yeah. And then pretty much you just elaborate the plot yeah. from there. Yeah. And it's pretty great. So which group should we jump into first? Let's do Danny because he's Danny. the, you know, he's, he's more fun than Oliver. We've talked about Oliver so much. I feel like we can jump right into him easily uh, because he's the least funny person I've ever seen. <laughs> Poor dude. I mean, it must have been fun to audition for that part, right? Oh, for oh sure. absolutely. Like, go, just go in the room and they're like, I got the part of like the horribly annoying, unfunny dude. And yeah. you, that's like, it's like singing off key. Like, you have to be a good singer to really be able to sing off key. Yes. I would yes. love to see this guy in another role. And, yeah. and maybe he's hilarious. I feel like I feel I think like he is. What has he been in other things? Like I feel he's like he's familiar, but been should have in other him. stuff. Maybe he's just like generic white boy in the yeah. early two thousands. <laughs> just in every just, show, yeah. <laughs> he played a Danny, like the name. Yeah, Danny. yeah, Danny. exactly. One Tree Hill, Gossip Girl. Right. He reminds uh, me of like a like a Jesse Pinkman. Like mm. or Aaron Aaron Paul, I guess I should mm. say, not of the Ooh. character Jesse Pickman, of the actor Aaron Paul. He reminds me of a an Aaron Paul. I mean, he's been in, on MTV's Undressed in in the third season <gasps> with Adam Brody. Yeah. Uh, oh, was it was Adam Brody really? in the third season of Undressed? Oh, I have no I idea. Don't, I, don't, I don't even know what Undressed is, but that uh, would be so cool. He was like, you got to bring my buddy Ooh. in. He's so funny. He plays <laughs> a Danny in season one of the OC. I love that. Probably like roommates. <laughs> roommates. Uh, he he was also. Uh, uh, he, oh, he is Lonnie in the movie Orange County. That's what it is. He's in another OC. He's in another OC. And also he was in Grounded for Life. He's the dorky next door neighbor. Oh, in, okay. In but Grounded, Orange County, that makes total sense. Yeah. So excited yeah. to see where his career goes. I'm sure he's continuing to blossom. We were talking about like a weird thing because Orange County came out in 2001, 2002, and then this show came out in 2003. So we're mm-hmm. wondering if like this show might have been inspired by the motion picture you Orange think? County. Have you seen Orange I was Orange thinking County? they were no, but I remember so much when that movie came out. Like so I remember good. the trailer so much. Why? <laughs> was, was it so popular, right? The guy falls in the pool. Oh yeah, the trailer. Yeah. I don't know why I remember that so much. Maybe they just know. played it a ton. Maybe yeah. it's because Probably we did. were still in the era of like watching TV and mm-hmm. like consuming like r- record amounts of marketing. Everything made a huge yeah. imprint on me. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like um, the yeah, I wonder if they were just if the show was already kind of in development then, and they're like, well, fuck, this movie just came out. They called it Orange County. What are, what are we gonna call the show? What are we gonna call it? And then they called it the OC. You know, I always the wonder Orange if they uh, well, the OC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just wonder if they meant to call it Orange County, uh, and then they had to change it. I think they did mean to call it Orange County. Ooh. Yes, but I feel like the OC mm. is like a little bit snarkier, which but is perfect for it's the way, show. Yeah, it's yeah. Okay. I mean, Seth is right. He is very big, uh, and I love that he keeps saying throughout the episode, he's just big. Big isn't funny. Like yeah. he's and just you can just be big here, like. The J- Jason Schwartz wrote the episode, right? Oh yeah, the writer says so Josh much. Josh Schwartz, I'm so sorry. Josh, Josh Schwartz. You could hear him just like making commentary on comedy and like what he believes. <laughs> yes, that. like absolutely not funny like me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean, they I'm legit the had so much fun with this. They do. This was ridiculous. I mean, I, I have a clip where Seth walks up and is like, "Oh, who's this guy? Oh, my oh God. let's meet each other." And it goes really poorly. <laughs> so funny. Danny, he's like the funniest guy ever. Yeah? Hey, man, I'm sorry. I see your yellow tail is not as fresh as mine. Did you taste my albacore? He's like straight out of a Bruce Lee move. You took the jelly out of your donut. So 
somebody call CSI, we got ourselves a cold one here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> CSI! He tied that toe! All right, well, somebody call ER. I think Luke's gonna bust a guy. I don't get it. Hey, looks like we both got tuna. Mine's just raw and missing cheese. Okay, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Hey, don't fall in. <laughs> oh my god, wait. What's missing is the visual of Anna literally doing the motion of what water does in a toilet, as if we all haven't seen that before. Yeah, like, how a yeah. toilet oh my god, works. you're gonna fall in. Like, you, uh, you fall in and spin yeah. around. Like, the writers uh, had so much fun with this. And geez. I'm sure the director did too. They were like, mm. how stupid should we make this? Yeah, like, yeah. How, like, let, just forget your characters, oh. forget you're in character, and just do, yeah. like, the most ridiculous thing you can imagine. Ugh. We really want to, like, lay it on thick. But also, like, making making these characters, I don't believe, would actually find this guy that funny. They're just like, laugh, damn yeah. it, laugh. Like, you have to love it. I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like uh, maybe when you're that age, uh, really stupid stuff is funny. But also, like, he did, like, the nose thing where he's like, oh, you got something on your shirt. Smack. Like, that. that's like a third graders like yes, idea just, funny yeah like i think i think the like the worst comedy ever like it just specifically for like adolescent boys is like junior high like when you were really into and maybe this was just me like billy <laughs> madison and like happy gilmore mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. booking people and like people sack tapping other people yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know, right you guys still never funny. did that. Still yeah. funny still funny oh so <laughs> hilarious yeah especially when you're in basketball shorts because you don't know what <laughs> what style is yet <laughs> in middle school oh my god like i blocked out all those years yeah, oh, yeah. that was th that's what this reminded me of like okay that would have been funny like some of it would have been funny not the falling in the toilet thing like that's no that's that doesn't so... make any sense no um, I, I think maybe it's because i just find it so atrocious and i'm i'm like in seth's journey at that moment i'm like you're not as good as you, Seth. Don't worry. Yeah. And I was like, this is like a this is the dream sequence for Seth. Like mm. this is how he sees it, which is that he can't stand that someone else like would even be the center of attention. So uh, to me, oh, it was yeah. like a surrealist journey of like, like you have a dream and everyone's like, ha ha ha. ha. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. You're I'm reading right. into this a lot. No, I think that's perfect. That fits. That's so, so well. true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's exactly what I guess they're portraying. Just mm -hmm. bravo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> academic journey. I, I took so many notes. I just studied more for this than oh, that's anything great. in my life. Oh, my gosh. But yeah. It warms our hearts. I love that Danny loves Jay Leno and oh, um, what is it? Mm -hmm. Sean, Sean William, William Scott. Scott. <gasps> yes. Like, Sean William Scott reference. Yeah. He's like both of them on the same night. And then we, and then we later come <laughs> to find out that. John Stewart is the real cool guy. Right. Yes. TBH, we're all there. Still yeah. holds up. Yeah. Right. I'm right. so glad it's not something that has just fallen to the <laughs> fallen <laughs> to the test of time. It's like, yeah, yeah it works. No, Absolutely. for sure. Yeah, we still love him. <clears throat> I love too when um Seth just tries to embrace the friend by inviting him over and they're playing video games and uh, we find out that Summer keeps talking about Seth. 
which is great. Such a good moment. So nice. But I also felt, oh my gosh, I just felt so bad for him. I'm like, bro, don't, no, 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 no. You have to be so desperate to ask someone to cover, yeah. to hide their light yes. for you. It's yes. like, no. no. So sad. Oh, uh, how budding was their romance, really? Because this was like a one and done kind of throwaway episode because Danny yeah. is not yeah. in Yeah. Oh, do we ever see him after. again? No. no. Oh, no. So it's I like, forgot. oh, Poor Summer's Danny. new boyfriend. Like, how did that happen? It was just yeah. like, I like you and just grab his hand and take him with you. Is that how it works? I mean, I, I guess get, that's how it works yeah. in high school, but yeah. you know, when you got that great Ace Ventura, you know, style <laughs> comedy. And then he convinced Seth convinces him to go bigger, oh. <laughs> which is so sad. I love how just uh, devious Seth is. Yeah. It's so bad. He's so kind good. of a jerk. Like re-watching no, this, I'm like, I love it. He's it's kind awful. of a total <laughs> ass. <laughs> That's amazing. I never get tired of how self-involved he is, Seth, and he just, just really, in in all episodes, finds a way to make it about him, and I love it oh, so yeah. much. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's a teen. He's a yeah. teen. He's a teen boy. He's a, a smart teen, a teen boy. boy. <laughs> smart teen boy. But yeah, Danny. See you later, man. See you later, man. Although I mm-hmm. love that his that his outgoing scene is him just like pelvic thrusting into some random person walking through the hallway after Seth recommends uh, Danny doing like oh, getting bigger. No. Like you should go so much <laughs> <Yeah>. bigger. <laughs> like which I love how that's like the way of getting it. It's like, oh yeah, you were a legitimate human being before. You just got to go a little bit crazier. It's like, yeah, no, I'm just gonna okay. hump things in the hallway, poor yeah. dude. Uh, R.I.P. So hard. <laughs> that, that actor's dead now. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, let's, okay, all right, let's do it. Let's talk about Marissa. Oh, Ryan, gosh, so many notes, you guys. Let's just, so just keep scrolling. <laughs> I mean, just the fact that he transfers to Harbor is psychotic. <laughs> oh. We're getting really creepy now. You know, yes. we, we we got, like, the next level creepiness with the pills, like after, yes. uh, so this, this the last episode was, you know, the pill episode where he pretends to do pills, and we're like, okay, Can creepy. You, yeah. Um, but everyone in this episode has such a strong front still of believing Oliver. Like they haven't seen, which is insane to right, me. Right, right. But a part of me gets it because I guess I could see like, okay, you know that your friend has a mental illness. You know that like he's dealing with a bunch of issues that, Mm -hmm. okay, maybe there's going to be some strange things here or there that we can kind of expect. Uh, They haven't necessarily found out that he like lied about the pills or whatever. Sure. So uh, up to this point, there's always been like a justification. And even in the first half, most of this episode, there's Mm -hmm. a justification to like why he's doing it. So like when Ryan's kind of probing him, he's saying, oh, well, like, why didn't you finish high school already? And he's like, well, I, you know, didn't do so well in my classes. And then he's like, well, why did you come to Harbor? He's like, oh, because, uh, because I didn't, um, <laughs> because he's like, uh, because I didn't uh, do so well. Something happened at Pacific. And, you know, he's kind of going, he kind of always has an answer for everything. Yeah. So smart, smart work, you know, Oliver and the yeah. writers. But by that. now we've seen, we saw his pill episode, right? Yeah. By now. So yeah. we know that he faked yeah. Odin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, we know, but not all the right, characters right, right. know. The characters mm-hmm. have no idea. But also, like, the, I think the thing that's the most despicable about Oliver is that he, um, basically, he's close friends with Marissa, and she'll tell him a bunch of information about Ryan that then Oliver comes back to Ryan with Ooh. and, like, manipulates him mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, relationships 101. Yes. 
Don't yes. talk to the friend that has a crush on you about no. your relationship. No. Yeah, she said no. she wasn't like the car ride up in a previous episode. Yeah. She, he's like, she was talking all about you guys. I'm like, girl, no, Mm-mm. keep that to yourself. You yeah. don't need to be sharing that with another dude. No. It's so clearly into This whole season is just watching her Yeah, just be like, no, they don't love me. And yeah. They do. And it's so like, clearly. I mean, I get being We all oblivious. kind of knew that person in high school. Like, I knew the, that person <laughs> in college, though, that uh-huh. truly it was like, Wow. Oh, it was like she was made in a lab and just like everybody around her <laughs> fell in love. Like something about pheromones. Or maybe she's a lovely person. I don't know. I'm going to say it was her pheromones or something. But and and the whole denial that you go through of like, no, they don't like me. So I, I guess, you know, those people do exist. There are yeah. the Marissa Coopers of the world. Sure. True. And yeah, again, like young teenager, like yeah. still not a lot of it experience, you know, with relationships and yeah. dealing with situations like that. Like if you think about it, what like, like three or four years ago was just like when relationships started happening, right? Like junior high. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought right? you meant uh, in your life. <laughs> yeah. In our lives. Like, Whoa, wait a like, minute. <laughs> your life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys haven't been in really yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, At 25? What? <laughs> um, I'm 20. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the, fine, he transferred to, you know, Harbor, but also he just, somehow manages to have the same exact schedule as No, Rosa. the second he said That's that, I'm like, creepy. run, girl, run. Yeah, yeah. Like, the dangerous. biggest red flag yeah. ever. Like, yeah. what kind of creep city thing do you think he did? Do you think he, like, snuck I a was wondering that. How schedule did he get her freaking he... schedule? Well, you know what he did? He probably did what Ryan should have done and just computer hacked the place because I'm sure <laughs> they didn't have, like, passwords on anything in the early 2000s. And well, you could just, still like... in the 2000s, there's still, pe- people still have paper files. Yeah, there's still a cabinet that you can open with a picture with a paper clip <laughs> that says confidential on it. <laughs> I feel like in action movies they still do that like someone's still able to get their hands on a physical file with a picture in it and yeah. it's like that's come on no. that's not a thing anymore. I mean yeah. school schools technically are still required to keep um, a cumulative file on students in it and uh, state laws that they have to keep it I think it's four to five years after students have gone to that school if they haven't so they have to, to have another. a physical record of yeah it. so it's a physical oh. record it has like it has like their no like a copy idea. of their birth certificate and like uh, like citizenship things and you know like an uh, electric bill like all those kinds of things. The proof of residence. Oh. Um, and then like <laughs> to um, prove they paid their bills. To prove that they pay their bills because you can't go to school unless you pay your bills. Um, <laughs> College. So, yeah, yeah. So fascinating, right? Yeah. So the, they still exist at least to this day. But there's there's usually like an online system. I'm sure there was even when we were in high school at this time. Yeah. Like. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. But Ryan's Ryan's in love, and he wants to save that Marissa. He does. He'll go to any any means possible. I mean, I love that. I just love that Seth offhandedly goes, uh, "Well, I mean, or you could just you know break into the file directory or whatever." Right. And he's like, "Cut to yeah. him Cut riding to. a bike." Cut to. Oh, and every time every time I see Ryan riding a bike, I somehow am like, oh, right, he's 26. Like, it looks so weird. <laughs> right, isn't he 26 and they filmed this? Yes. Oh, I'm sure. like, oh yeah. my goodness. It just looks so strange. Like, I don't see him forcing himself to look more like a teenager than when he's on a bike. <laughs> like, you can, you can drive, you can probably afford the most expensive car right now. Yeah. Like, you're such an actor. <laughs> it's so true yeah he looks like he should be working at the school when the security guard asks him like if he's yeah. got his idea I'm yeah. here to pick up a book or your son yeah <laughs> <laughs> my son is trapped it's after hours yeah. I gotta get him out of here I do love that the security guard's card is like 
Oh, your ID? Great. Yeah. Cool. Let me let you in. Like, he just nods. Yeah, it's the totally most ridiculous. A uh, uh, little bit of info about Harbor, and I didn't notice this until the end, but they have a pool table. Like oh, yeah. And like a super cool cafe and like arcade games oh. in their school. Yeah. And like yeah. the nicest leather couches. Oh, yeah. and they're drinking Fiji water, I noticed, in oh all the other episodes. Gosh. I know, because that's Real. expensive so I treat myself to sometimes. I've never <laughs> until I'm really good. Until yeah. I moved here, I did not know what Fiji water was. Really? Oh. Yes. You haven't Straight lived, bro. Uh, no, I mean I've had Fiji. I water. mean you hadn't lived until this moment. <laughs> yeah. uh, until that moment. I hadn't um, lived. But like that's wild to me that a school has like like yeah. I don't know. Does that just like have you know growing budding minds succeed more when they have opportunities to play yeah it's like I mean, is it that was why, the like, google offices yeah yeah, yeah right yeah. like the google or Happy facebook hour, yeah. yeah do they yeah. they probably pay to go to the school i assume oh i yeah. assume i was that i mean that the only way i can live with that that the yeah. fact that that's the reality <laughs> is if it's a very expensive private school yeah. and it has to be it has to be yeah um for sure but that's crazy um jump to ryan getting in trouble so he gets in trouble um, yeah. for, for stealing dum-dum. the file Little or whatever. could have made up so many lies. I, I always put myself in that situation. And I'm like, have your phone out. Act like you needed to go step into a room to call your girlfriend. Turn out the light. Like, just don't get caught. Just don't get caught, Ryan. Yeah. But of course yeah. he does. Ryan, so, and, and he gets caught and he could have just been like, oh, I was sneezing or something, you know? <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> you would have been caught. I would guess I would have been caught. I was in a room that's, sneezing. That's why, that's why I never did anything bad because I knew that I would get, like, I'm the worst liar ever. Um, but yeah, so we, so we jumped to Dr. Kim. Yeah. Who then just like, Let's out like, oh yeah, this kid is a total problem, and he tried to kill himself, and blah blah blah, like wildly against any type of confidentiality laws yeah. or like FERPA or like there is like like it is against the law to share any information about another student with any party that is outside of like adults that directly work with that student or oh. their parents or guardian. And so since this is how little I know about the education system yeah, that, that didn't even cross my mind, either, but that makes yeah. total sense. Like and even if so like like in that situation, like even if um you know Ryan says like, oh like she did say like it's confidential and then she was like well, so here's the lowdown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, now that she, it's like, out is there. suddenly holding a mimosa. I was like, oh, let me tell you all about it. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's like, okay, the appropriate response would have been I that's can't confidential. That. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's confidential information. That's something that, you know, if if that party wants to discuss that situation with you, that's more than welcome to them. But we are, you know, it is against the law for us to share any of Ooh. that type of information, right? Yeah. Bam. <laughs> Shut it down. You could have told the story any different way, but I just yeah. love how it's like Dr. Kim's on, you know, she's on, on, the level. on that. Yeah, she, she's on that level. She just like talk. when, just like uh. when she um she pulls Marissa aside to say, you know, I'm really worried about you know you being around uh your Ryan. your friend oh. Ryan. Yeah. Like yeah. Listen, a, stay a, out your business, involved. Dr. There Kim. Stay out. Yeah. There's some boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dr. Kim. You know, you were cool. She just, I like the idea of Dr. Kim, like, just, like, being really bored in her life and then just being, like, I know everything about all of these students. I really want to, I really want to be part of this cool crew. And so she's just, like, trying really hard to be, like, you should stay away from him. She she probably is so busy running that school that she does not have time for a love life of her own and is living very vicariously through these students, I would imagine. But let's be fair. Dr. Kim is, uh, like, has a strong front, but it's a total push. Pushover, total pushover when it came to when he walked out of the entrance exam 
to oh, save yeah. Marissa originally. Mm-hmm. Um, or back to the, uh, yeah. Right? You know, push over again with this, you know, confidential letter like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, we'll bring you to the disciplinary board. It was probably like the PE teacher and Dr. Kim. Driver's Ed also. Yeah, like who else is special on that disciplinary board that really wants to spend their time talking about like a kid? Oh, we looked at a file. Oh, whatever. Like the rest of these kids are doing illicit drugs in Tijuana. Like, yeah. whatever. Uh. Also, I loved, I noticed the music when Ryan notices uh, Oliver giving Marissa the note. It was very, like, Mission Impossible type music. Ryan reads that note, which, of course, I mean, I would have done, too. I think if I had gone so far. If I had gone so far to steal it. I I think I would have stopped myself before. Gosh, I just don't know. Before before actually. Oh, that made me really nostalgic for Lockers, though. When he grabs that letter. I was like, oh. I wish I had my collage up in my locker <laughs> again. What was up on Maybe your on your collage? Notes. Oh gosh, I, I'm sure like like cool nail polish designs Ooh. and like mm-hmm. ridiculous, like Joey Fatone's. Oh, <laughs> no, never, never. Joey. I was never one to put like like heart. Oh my gosh, or did I? Who was the dude in? Oh, this is like is all coming back. <laughs> you know the dude that was in Swim Fan. He's the cute guy in Bring It On. He's like the. Do you remember? No. Oh. I, I oh. think I know who you're talking about. Oh my yes, gosh. I know exactly who you're talking about. Oh, ben that guy something. did it for me so It's not Ben Foster. Bad. No, Ben Foster is someone I else. I think few people I would have cut up cutouts of him, but this one I would have. Jesse, Jesse. Brad. Oh, his name was Jesse. Ben in the movie. How do I remember that? <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Justin Theroux. Theroux. Doesn't he a um, little bit? No, he's so handsome. It's still it's still an issue. Like, look at this. Look <gasps> at his little side <laughs> smile. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You guys are gonna have to leave and leave me alone with this phone. Oh, uh, no. oh I don't know. He's so uh, handsome. Can you, can you use your own phone? <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's a question I have: Is at the end, Marissa says that Oliver wrote the note for his girlfriend Natalie, mm-hmm. and she, he just wanted her to read it before he gave it to her. But realistically, if he had written it for Natalie, I feel like those two letters would have said. Totally different things. You're you're made up. Natalie, my girlfriend, who's totally real. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I miss you. Yeah, it would, it would it would say like, I want to get back together with you. Like I'm I'm so sorry about what went wrong, blah right. blah blah. I mean it's very clearly a, a ruse. He's yeah. very clearly intentionally writing it to seem like a letter to Marissa. Sure. To get Ryan. I mean, he gave, he's giving Ryan some rope and, he Ru- is. and Ryan is hanging himself. Yeah. I mean, he's a smart dude, this Oliver, for as like messed up as he is. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He knows people's weaknesses. He, and it really struck me the one thing that he said to Ryan when he mentioned earlier, like how Ryan will go to any lengths to save Marissa. He t- says a little seed of truth to Ryan, which is like, don't, you have a chance to succeed. Don't throw it away on a girl that you might not care about in 10 years i was like whoa that was pretty deep i have a clip of this (gasps) oh oh my god this was like all my responses are in all caps to this clip right now oh great this was insane here we go here's the deal ryan and it's nothing personal but marissa and i we just connect she understands me gets me Nay, I don't know if there's only one person on the planet you're supposed to be with. But when she and I are together, it sure feels that way. And I'm, I'm sorry, but you and Marissa 
Come on, man. You're from different worlds. You stay away from her. We can't fight fate, man. I mean, I didn't even have to lift a finger and look what happened to you guys. Because you're not supposed to be together. I'm not saying you didn't serve your purpose. And if it wasn't for you, she would have never gone to therapy. She never would have met me. I am not going to let this happen. At this point, who's going to believe you? Walk away. You have a chance to really make something of yourself. Don't blow it over some chick you're not going to care about in 10 years. Okay? I really am sorry. Oh my gosh. It should be noted that this is all said while they're leaning against said pool table. Yeah, yeah. Like, like ridiculously a, expensive. About school. to kiss. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're so close to each other. I feel like this he was really good at that monologue though. And I feel like yeah. he got his follow-up show like from this monologue. I was just gonna say, like you could probably get like commercial work with walking in and doing an Oliver monologue. Oh my gosh, wait, oh my gosh. people should audition with that monologue. Right? Yes. Like I was actually what? just thinking like I would use I would use that as my monologue. Like if if I was ever to audition for That's anything, some good stuff. but like also you sort of look like him, so okay. <laughs> kind of look like him. Um, <laughs> his hair is getting twenty seventeen. Yeah, he's starting now. Oh my oh, gosh! Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, I I wonder I wonder how many like cast directors would <laughs> would be like, yes, yes, yes Oliver. I'm yes. looking for an Oliver right yeah. now. This, this is who you are. Um, but his his hair's getting crazier. Oh my god! Because yes. they because they went back. They like they like played at the beginning of the episode, uh. like when they first meet in therapy, and he's like so nice and like. Was he wearing yeah. just one polo shirt in his first appearance, and not the polo shirt with the open button down over it, with the blazer over it? Because that's he, this whole episode. He's just he looks like a vagabond that's like train hopping, <laughs> and then his hair is all he's in nuts. like Pappy's clothes. Oh. Yes, like. and I know it was like the style of the time, but I'm just like, who needs so many layers? What is happening? Yeah. Style. Yeah, in the OC. Yeah, it's hot. too hot. Uh, oh, it's He's too just getting. I wish. I layers. wish in like the parody of this, the person playing Oliver just gets crazy and crazy and keeps putting on like a parka <laughs> and a snowsuit and a tuxedo jacket and it's just nuts. It's bananas. It's bananas. That's a good monologue, though. Pre- uh, you know, other, other other precious um, nod to the um, the costuming department was the matching Anna and Seth. Oh my god! Uh, oh, yes. That that was that was pretty precious, and that yeah. was a total look. Like I'm sure they weren't yeah. the only two in oh, that school jackets? wearing like yeah those like yes. uh, oh yeah the track jackets yeah. yeah oh yeah oh man I wanted one I wanted one so bad I wanted to be able to pull it off in high school and I totally could have. I hate my high school self for that. But maybe I would have turned out somewhere <laughs> different. Maybe I wouldn't have, you know. Yeah. You wouldn't be the, the shining star you are. Exactly. Right now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, oh Track jackets are bad. No, they're um, great. It's uh, true. Uh, also, I, again, Oliver on this episode was like, referencing the Santa Monica Mountains. Like, he always references things in L.A. In LA that are, like, mm-hmm. hip. Go to, go to the Getty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go to Getty. Go but to like, Getty. Be back before dinner. It's yeah. going to take you three hours, man. <laughs> like, Really? To get from the O.C. to there? Well, I've never been to the O.C. Not three hours, but. Really? No. And my roommate, when I started watching this, she loves to go to beaches on in the weekend, and she'll be like, yeah, I was just out of Newport. And I was like, <gasps> like, from the <laughs> other side of the house. You went to where? (laughs) To Newport. To Newport Beach. (laughs) Like like in a horror movie, just appeared right next to her and was like, was it like the OC? So excited. Tell me all about it. One day I will go, but I just, I don't know if I'm emotionally prepared to to go. So evil Oliver, you know, actually speaking some truth here. I love that. Um, 
you know. I, I want to get to all your all caps things. Yeah. <laughs> so no, really, really, all my all caps were just like, um, like the head nod when he pauses is like true, like actor genius. Like right before he does that monologue mm-hmm. is when he's just like, "I was wrong about you," and then Oliver's like. Well, yeah, like oh, just does yeah. a slight oh. head tilt, and you're like, <gasps> You evil, yes. you're the evilest boy. Yeah, oh my god, and like, you can't fight fate, but I can fight you. <sighs> Boom, yeah, oh and then he fights him. And then also, like, Ryan, you know, you resolve your problems on the playground after school, yeah. man. Like, yeah. that's like rule number one is school, like. Rule number one, fight outside of school. Like, rule number two, like, you know, use the bathroom when you, I don't know. <laughs> when you need to. Use yeah. it when you need to. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, my, that, was, uh, that was so frustrating. So frustrating. Uh, so um, and for as good a character as Ryan is, now, now seeing the show, I probably wouldn't have thought if I'd seen it when I was a teenager. But I'm like, oh, no. Did this just rear a generation of girls that were like, He's just like Ryan from the OC. He's troubled, but he's a good guy. And it's like not everyone is no, Ryan. No, like no, most no, of those no. dudes are just troubled. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All these poor girls that were just like, he's just like that guy. I'm like, no. Like, no, 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 domestic violence is real. Yes, like yes. stay away. Yeah, stay, stay away uh, from men that solve their problems with their fists. Oh, uh, and I think yeah. what was so hard was like they like they had like Kirsten and Sandy had that moment with him before that where they were where he got in trouble like for the first time, right? Like he got in big trouble and he was like you're gonna kick me out and he's like no you're gonna wish you got kicked I out love you're gonna that wish moment. we kicked you out oh. and they're like so lovingly like punishing him mm-hmm. they're just the best parents ever oh, I just felt warm parental arms around me oh. at that they were just such good parents yes. I love that so much oh. so good can, can I add more one thing like yes, one more thing please yeah, yeah. One of one of my biggest problems with this episode, and and it was a very true sign of the times, which we're starting to find a lot. Mm-hmm. He's in detention. The only other person in detention is literally the first black person <gasps> we've ever seen oh, in no. this series. Oh no! Oh, There's one so other person in that room, and it's a fucking black oh, person. Oh my god! And it's unreal. I like, feel horrible that I did not notice that. Like, I'm the worst. That is like. And I don't think we've seen another person. No. We've we not seen another person of ooh, color. We've seen... For watching the show, I mean, that's clearly something that you see, like, the maid in the beginning, and then even she disappears. Yes. Oh, you do see, like, his girlfriend that yeah. comes yeah, up later Teresa, is, like, Latina. Yeah. Yes. You kind of get that, but it's it's so, like, True. no Dr. one Kim of color is, is in this kind is of... Asian. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, everything's so kinda. veiled. <laughs> but I mean, I mean she like... Is, but, like, she's not a main character. Yeah, she's... Oh, she's yeah, not she's a main like, character. She's kind of Asian. Asian. Yeah. Something out of things getting old. It is, and you know what? What's really sad is w- watching this episode. What really stuck out to me was uh, Samara Armstrong, who plays Anna, uh, is still like billed as like guest starring her, Aww. and you're like, and as as their relationship is devolving, you're just like, she's gonna leave <sighs> no, soon. Poor girl. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely like a lot more checked out. Like at the beginning of the episode, uh, Seth is already like, I'm dating myself. Like, yeah, this is literally the version of me. We don't even argue. I want to argue with someone, yeah. and I can't because this is literally me in a. In a female body. body. Yeah. Yeah. So sad. So sad. So we already know like the demise is coming soon. So we're just like bracing ourselves for the impact. Opposites attract. It's a real thing. 
Yeah. And like what's what's sadder throughout the episode is uh, that Anna's once again going like, okay, you're jealous of Danny. Like if you weren't like you would be happy for summer. And she did that already in the Rooney episode where she was like, like she just keeps having to remind Seth that like he doesn't He's like her, oh, <laughs> which is Anna. so depressing. Dump it, dump it, Anna, <laughs> no, just remember, dump it. Yeah, remember, you don't like me. Once again, remember, you don't like me. Like, Aww. and she just sticks in there and it's so sad. Um, and weirdly enough, even though like, I, I'm not sure why Seth keeps hanging on to this relationship too, um, especially while he's like kind of the voice of reason in this episode for Ryan, especially. Um, but I, I feel like the moment at the end where him and Summer are talking and Summer's like, oh, Danny's kind of an idiot. And like, I thought he was good for me or whatever. And now she's like, well, I guess I'll be alone forever. There's like a real, like a real life, like sweet moment between mm, the two of them. Mm-hmm. And then Anna comes up and is like, well, time to go get lunch. And oh, poor Anna. She's just being herself. She's just, yeah. she's just doing her and like yeah. being good at it. And it's just not going to work out. It's not going to work out. It's not going to work out. Um, the whole storyline is being tired and we can tell that Anna's getting tired. I feel like it. I'm, mm-hmm painting myself with such a lovely light of being like, oh, poor Anna. But like, really, I'm like, get the fuck out of there so I can get Summer and Seth together. Yeah, yeah. I love them so much. Oh, they're the best. Seriously. Oh, Shall we talk about the Jamie Sandy bromance? Yeah, I with feel With the like lighthouse? I could care less. I'm sorry. In, I, when I accidentally watched the next episode, <laughs> this, is, this is a little behind the scenes secret, is that I accidentally watched the next episode first. And then was like, oh no, I'd watch the other one. Um, and I, one of my notes was, thankful I don't have to watch an episode with Jimmy. I don't uh, like him. He's yeah, not he's great. A very 100%. hard person to like. I think yeah. he looks like a brought to life, like, like um, dumb and what is it? Or not Beavis and Butthead character. Oh. I think he looks like a three D version. And he's so uninteresting. He has like the charm and humor of like an eraser. Like I, I cannot. <laughs> Like, uh, well, in this episode, he was very grounded. I feel like Sandy was mm. the weird guy for being like, "We got to do this restaurant. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give all my money away to like for you not to go to Arizona." And Jimmy's like, "Uh, I'm done here, man. Like, just let me go, maybe." Like he was like just like very grounded. He's like, "I need more time. I got to think about this." And Sandy's like, banging on his door, like, "I'm yeah. doing this." You know. Last episode, we got that little bit of a glimpse of like, oh, don't leave, Jimmy. But like up until this point, he's just been so overwhelmingly unlikable. Like just always in stress, always peaked, like ridiculous. Like we've kind of already accepted that he is just a mess of a character. He's he's not supposed to be likable. Mm -hmm. But they made this switch last episode. And so now we're starting to see a little bit of things. And I actually remember like hearing... Like when he was when they were talking about Judge Judy and he was like, I watch a lot of daytime TV because I'm unemployed. Yeah. Like being like, all right. Yeah, I'm supposed to feel bad for you for I mean (laughs) for you know, stealing money from everyone and still driving a Mercedes, whatever. And and he continues to just like make poor decisions and be unlikable. Mm -hmm. And I'm just Get him out of here. Out Give of me here. more Seth and Summer. Take I mean, cut all those scenes. This is me if I work for the network. Yeah. Cut all the scenes. <laughs> Give me more Seth and Summer action. Get Tate Get him out to play some Jenga. I'm not. Well, like why does why does Sandy need a partner to go into the restaurant business with? I why doesn't that guy understand. sell? Like if Sandy has the money, why, why does he, he need a partner to sell to? Yeah, why would he no. trust? Is it because he had 
restaurant experience? That was confusing no. to me. No. Well, it's because he wants Jimmy around because I think now that he, he has, as he said in like a, a couple episodes ago, he doesn't really have any Newport friends and Jimmy's kind of the only one. Also, I think Sandy's very bored at his current job, as mm-hmm. we saw by like him being like, oh, cool, another dumb client. And he like, as he leaves Jimmy's, he's like, oh, sorry, I got to go settle, which is a very fun pun on uh, legal matters as well as like settling <laughs> for his job. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he's just looking for anything to right. get out of. Well, I like, got his... Sandy getting out of it. I was like, why do you need your friend that like has a horrible reputation in Newport? Like, why? Because he's lonely. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess like my part was when they were doing the real estate deal, like the right, owner of the I restaurant was, was like, like, oh, well, you, you got to have two signatures. That, that like, sketchy dude. I yeah, don't know if I yeah, can trust he, you with this restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so right. my, uh, like, he, my, my childhood was growing up in this restaurant. Well, that's great, but we got cash, so yeah. how about you just scoot? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that, that I found very strange. I get, though, maybe Sandy doesn't want to be totally in charge of the restaurant, but yeah. at the same time, it's like... He has a full-time he, he job. Wants to help his friend. That, wants to help but him. you also get like a ton of teens, like... Wouldn't it be great to just throw, you know, uh, Seth and, and Ryan and, you know, Anna, like, in that mix? And, like, they get into all sorts of debauchery, like, waiting tables and whatnot. I don't know. Mm. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> too, too, like... Uh, like real life class yeah. for like Ryan <laughs> is the only one that has to get yeah. a job yeah right. yeah Ryan let's touch real quick on Julie and Kiki I love that Julie uh, tries really hard to interior decorate this show house and like ends up thinking she's failing but ends up being saved in the end by Caleb's like weird like yeah it was really bare and boring I loved it well, it's really just because Kirsten called on the people that she normally has yeah. to yeah. do it, right? So she it was just, just like, Did you know, her normal stuff. Yeah. But, like, she acted as if it was, like, so much worse yeah. for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the only thing I liked about this was that uh, we get a fun clip from Julie, uh, and here it is. You gotta spend money to make money. That's my favorite thing. You gotta spend money to make money. I don't know if it was before that or after that when she's like talking like, you do the the marble, you got, you know, the the flowers or whatever. (laughs) And then she does the... Chop chop. Uh, <laughs> yes, I love her little like power monologue before yes. she sends people out it's of the so room. It's so good. Uh, yes. But like I, I... I believed in her in that moment. I was like, damn, girl's going to get it done. Mm-hmm. I, I love... I mean, every episode I love Julie Cooper more and more. Like, And I yes. see how real she is. And she's like... She wants to work. She She's wants to contribute. Yeah, yeah. She does want to do well. She wants a successful business. Yeah. Yeah. And like she wants to like, and no matter the naysayers or whatever, I loved the phrase like, oh, now that you put that, you put that out in the universe now. Like, that's a great saying. Yeah. I want to use that from now on. <laughs> yeah. Great. Put that poison out there. But it's like just so positive. So like go gettery mm-hmm. and everything. And mm-hmm. oh, it's so great. My dad used to say that all the time. You got to. Spend money to make money. Oh, I don't know yeah. if it ser- it. I don't know if it served him very well, but yes, yeah. like that has saying, it served you well? Yeah. <laughs> Do not look at my credit card statements. <laughs> no, maybe one day. Uh, did you have any notes? I do. Yeah. yeah what else? Go my notes. When do we get to talk about Luke? Because I love now. Him. Let's talk about him now. Now <laughs> I have this fantasy that Luke is the like origin story to his character on Nashville. Where he is 
He's on Nashville. Will Lexington. Okay, so I since I didn't watch this, mm-hmm. I knew him from Nashville. Okay, oh, wow. and on if do you guys watch Nashville? No. Oh my goodness, get this. He plays a budding country star oh. that is a bro that oh. is that is the just the epitome of like kind of bully, like asshole to gay dudes, comes out of the closet, <gasps> is a huge gay country star, and like has to deal with like that and confronting his parents and like coming into his self and like how is he gonna make it in this industry that's like so homophobic? It's amazing. Oh and then I gosh. go back and I watch the OC and my roommate's like, You're gonna love this. Luke's on it. And <laughs> guess his storyline. And his storyline is <sighs> like his like his I don't know if we gotten that yeah, in the season. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. It's like his father and all that. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, this is his origin story. I love it That's so much. Great. I need to. I need to amazing. go and watch it. Oh my gosh, now, you have then. to. He's am- so talented. Oh, I'm. He's- I'm obsessed with Nashville. Like I would probably start a podcast about that. <laughs> but he's such an amazing singer and great. Per- oh. He's a Luke. good actor, like on the he show, is. on the OC. Like he really is. He went from like one dimensional to like this really funny. Yeah, and he's the voice of reason in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just like I don't yeah. trust that dude. Yeah. The past couple yeah. episodes too. Yeah, Ugh, he's so Love good. Him. That he, hair. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> the hair, just like, but just uh, silk from a silk, silk bug. And he does sing. He sang in episode one fifteen very yeah. briefly, and I, I was like, "He has a great voice." Singing in one fifteen, uh, uh, Rooney show backstage. Oh, so he like grabs the guitar. Oh and starts. Yeah. yeah, wait, it's all coming back. Because I was like, oh, "This is it. This is a Nashville." This is so exciting. I wonder. Yeah. If, I wonder if he just had like a like a reel that had that scene in it. And I was bet like, he did. That's how he got to Nashville. Well, yeah. I bet he went in and he played something on the guitar, and they were like, "You're great. We remember you from the OC." You, yeah, you had. He had a long career on that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so now, can you do your Oliver monologue? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, shout out to Chris Carmack. Doing uh, a great job always. This is like a very silly personal moment, but when I was when I watched the show, I'm just like, what would I have thought about this like when I was in 2003 or something? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And this is so silly. The pillows they have on their living room couch. <gasps> I had those pillows in my bedroom. Whoa. <gasps> yes. And this is like a sort of strange admission they you know they're supposed to kind of look like a like a kimono almost or like a like maybe like a traditional chinese like frock or something do you know the pillows i'm talking about i drew it because i was like i wonder i drew because i was like i'm gonna talk about this in the podcast all right well we're taking a picture of this This drawing this is what the pillows look like in their living room oh yes okay oh i remember the the phrase like aspirational brand popped out of me just like how how much of a phrase that is now yeah everyone knows that term what is it aspirational brand when oh, um no. when Julie's like it's aspirational it's an aspirational brand she wa- the Newport houses yes. she mm-hmm. wants to make them like that and um, Kristen's like what even is that is that even a word yeah like, yes it's everything in 2016 yeah. like that's a thing uh, like people's careers are built on just being aspirational I'm like, yeah not for everybody else I feel like this is such a thing in all these teen shows. Is these these like very close moments of distrust, but then like as they walk away, they look like they're about to make out with you. Like that was the Marissa Ryan thing where she's like, I don't trust you. And she gets like so close to his face, like just like oh, such just like the swerve, the way that's shot, just so ridiculous. Should we get into some shameless pleasures? I got one. Ooh. Yeah. Start us off. So I have not watched it yet this season, but Project Runway is back, baby. And mm. I'm so excited. I love that show. It's always what season a delight. is that on? Like f- 
50. 15 or 16 or <laughs> oh, 15. No, 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 yeah. no, 50. No. I don't know actually. But I I mean it's 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 always the same thing. It's very predictable. Like you know what the challenges are going to be, but like it's fun to see what people come up with and like what sort of new like innovative designs people come up with. And I love Project Runway too because I have a problem watching like cooking shows like cooking competition shows. I know those are very popular, but like part of me is like, ah, but I want to eat, like I want to taste it. Mm -hmm. I want to, I can't, like there's that barrier there, but with Project Runway, it's like, I don't need to, like I see the line. Exactly. (laughs) Like I can just see it. it. Exactly. Wait, is this, is this, um, is this one with Tyra Banks? No. No. Heidi Klum and And Tim Tim Gunn. Oh. Hello designers. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, they design. It's the make, one where they design the clothes, not like where work. they model. It's not like no. the yeah, model. No, it's oh, not. Oh, wait. Tyra Banks. The yeah, Tyra. The Tyra Banks one America's is America's Next Top, yes. top Model. Yes. Got Which it. Is okay, also cool. Has model in the name. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you for walking me through this. Yes. <laughs> we all got there together. <laughs> We're here. That's all that counts. Uh, but yeah, it's always fun. The designers are all like kooky personalities and a lot of them are super likable and you just like end up rooting for your favorite like I always just end up picking a favorite halfway through the season and they usually make it to the top three so I get really excited and really into it uh it's the best Claudia what's yours (gasps) recently I've been watching (laughs) these um, my friend has like gotten me turned on to all these British crime dramas. Ooh. And I've never been like I've very much like enjoyed like a mystery here or like a horror thing there, but I've never been one for like I gotta have my psychological thriller. I have to be like afraid of like serial killers and rapists. And then now like I'm <laughs> now deep into these be. now I'm now I'm enjoying being afraid of them. Now I'm like really into these <laughs> series right now. Like um, I'm watching The Fall right now okay. on Netflix. Um, Gillian Anderson? Yes. Okay. And I I haven't watched a lot of uh, X-Files, so I don't know her really from that. Uh-huh. But she is amazing. Yeah. And she is just a woman who knows what she wants and gets it done Ooh. and is, like, creepy and, like, ah! and so good and, like, such a strong feminist. I love it so much. Nice. I've seen, like, uh, Marcella Broadchurch. And there are all these, like, English crime dramas with, like, these strong nice. female mm-hmm. leads. Mm-hmm. And the, those first other those other two I mentioned are like women detectives that have had their children and are like getting back into their jobs now. Like they're oh. like returning to the police force. Cool. Two very different stories, but like so interesting. Nice to see that's like it's like women getting back into work and like that second. It's like a second career and like how are they going to make this work? It's so nice. good. That's yeah. Awesome. That's yeah. my that's my little thing right now. Ooh. I love it. Uh, my guilty pleasure was recently this week. Uh, so we had the first um, debate, the first presidential debate mm-hmm. this this week. Um, and I oh love the power that the internet has on this. And one of my current guilty pleasure is just like live tweeting and not myself, but like people. People's like, live tweets. People's live tweets. Like mm-hmm. I think it's such a powerful tool. Um, I just think it's it adds such a great layer and element to like viewing something that's happening live Mm -hmm. it's such a cool experience like i'm sure people experience that with like sports and stuff like that like uh like you know just just people's commentary commentary. or but like i mean just all like the whistleblowing and calling people's bullshit and stuff Mm -hmm. and like just hilarious commentary like i I just loved how um 
like the like right after um you know the global warming comment that Donald Trump had made um like everyone like everyone on the internet like i think the internet like melted when they retweeted his tweet from 2012 that literally said like like global warming is a is a ploy from china oh, yeah. and it was like, oh. and it's like, like, oh. like, all, like kudos to you for that great impersonation oh, <laughs> well done it's like we're in the room with him yeah oh Super god what a nightmare um but I, I love impersonating people i hate um, so. <laughs> so what your superpower i can only do impersonations of people i hate pause i know we didn't get a chance to talk but i know that you have been watching a series with adam brody <gasps> that has just recently come out so we've, we've been talking about adam brody oh and the fact oh, that he oh, he's in it so what? yeah so, so he is not oh. so like he hasn't done anything we've been talking about what's he been doing Claudia was like, guys, he's been filming this. He's been filming in Puerto Rico. Oh. He's been filming Startup. Oh it's my bananas. God. Which is Crackle's new show. Shout out to Crackle such a, for landing such a dreamboat. Like, yeah. right? good for well them. Well done. Yeah. So, do you want to know about it? Yes. So, yeah, because TBH, you, you emailed me about it. I watched like the first five minutes and then was definitely late somewhere because I was like, I want to watch this. And there was like, it was beautiful. There was like no dialogue. It was all these <gasps> weird subtleties, like introducing characters and stuff. <gasps> so, you definitely, ah, like, I, I'm, I want to watch, I definitely need to watch it. But please, please tell us all, oh all that you know. God. I'm trying to think of like my elevator pitch for this. So, this, <laughs> the story is for four people. Oh, gosh. Okay. I can do a better job of this. All right. So, there's uh, this girl. There's, like, such a, an uh, amazing, diverse cast. This girl is, like, m- has made this app, basically. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's going around to pitch her app. And she's like, this app creates a currency that lets the 50% of the population of the globe that does not have access to banks through their cell phone, they will have access to a currency that is not tied to a government. It's not tied to a bank. This is going to change the world. And she's, like, this, like, Cuban uh, Cuban Latina from Miami that like is going to these big businesses and like trying to pitch these things and like no one wants it. All the banks are afraid, right? She's mm-hmm. getting shut out, but she's like such a badass trying to make this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and she's like a woman of color in tech. It's like very exciting. Adam Brody plays <laughs> this like sort of jaded guy in, in finance um, that is trying to distance himself from his awful father that embezzles money he that his father works for the banks and embezzles money and he's you know he can tell he's just like doesn't know how he ended up in the in this life with his beautiful fiance and his beautiful home by the beach in miami and like doesn't know what he's doing and uh it's just it's just adam brody just being adorable and sad and like so great like moody adam brody it's It's so great dramatic yeah not like i mean he 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 quips. He is, yes. He quips <laughs> and he is there for those wonderful, like the same reason Ryan Reynolds will always get to play the same character. Mm-hmm. Like Adam Brady will always get to play that like grounded, but like sense of humor that like kind of lightens the mood sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has an age today. He looks fantastic. Um, <laughs> yes. It's and, so great. And then they bring in these amazing elements of like the FBI agent that's chasing his father. Mm-hmm. But then the, the dad... Um, embezzles money for like gangs like he sort of he like launders money Mm -hmm. um, for them but so then the money that he's trying to hide from the FBI he gives to Adam after Adam hears the pitch for this app so he puts the money he's like I'm gonna change my life I'm gonna give this girl all this money so he gives her the money to start this app and then the gang comes after <gasps> him. This amazing actor who I hadn't seen before. He plays this like member of like what? a Haitian gang. Whoa. He's up. He is so good, and he's this like a father guy. as well. Like 
yes like, like trying gosh, to make it work drama. Oh. yes oh and gosh. suddenly so you know uh, you know you love Seth Cohen when he's like <laughs> in a predicament and he's sweating bullet and like so this is Adam Brody being like what how am I gonna get this money this gangster's gonna kill me and then this girl pitches the app to the gangster Whoa. she's like listen dude you need you got your money under mattresses stop I gotta you want a way to change the world you want to get out of the business you're in people breathing down your necks you hiding money here and there in shoe boxes this is for you. This is currency that's not tied to a bank. It is not tied to the government. It is tax free. So he invests. So it's so suddenly, suddenly, <laughs> you have, suddenly you have this like tech startup, like badass Latina, Adam Brody, just being Adam Brody, and uh, and this like Haitian like gang leader, all working on this thing, and like the FBI is breathing down their neck, guys. Who it's does incredible. get up on it? Who does Martin Freeman play? He plays the FBI. He is so good oh, in it. Oh, he's, ama- he's just if amazing. If you don't watch everything. it for anything, watch, oh. he plays like a scary hard for ass. For Adam Brody really? and for Martin Freeman. Wa- if you don't watch it for anything, watch it for the scene where um, Martin Freeman goes to sort of like kind of interrogate Adam Brody. And it is Ooh. it is so good. And like most of it is heavily improvised. And oh. it is great because really? I saw the Q&A afterwards with Adam Brody. <laughs> So I got to see him in okay. real life, and it was wait IRL. What in was that like? IRL. What was that like? He was lovely, and like you could tell, he was like tired. I just kept picturing his newborn with like at home uh. with Leighton Meester, and him just being like, "I gotta get home." <laughs> I gotta do this. He just he just was sad. He you know giving out little quips, and like he was Seth, and it was uh, just dream. Really great. What a That's dream! So great. So good. Oh my gosh! Well, thank you so much for yes. being on, I, Claudia. I, this I feel like amazing. I talked so much about this. Startup all the time. <laughs> no, no, this was great. I get great. really excited. Um, yeah, especially since like you know you've you've been on, like not many people can say they were there when startup started up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm here when guys before it gets hot. Uh, if we want to follow you on the interwebs, on the how interwebs, do we do that? Mostly through the Instagrams. Yeah, and Claude Dog with two D's. It's Claude Dog. I love that. Yeah, at, at Twitter it's at Claude Restrepo, but like I said, I will mostly just in a self-deprecating frenzy post something then take it off but if you want to see those sure follow me at Claudio Restrepo on Twitter you're verified no I don't think so at all oh girl we gotta get you guys if you want to help me out well thank you again so so much much. thank you Um, guys yes such a dream Um, and listeners please join us again um, for next week while we have our final Oliver episode episode 18 yep the truth Bye. Bye.